Hello everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Uh, today on the show, my special guest is going to be talking about divine intelligence. What is that and how do we integrate that into our daily lives to really make our lives meaningful, purposeful and juicy? Uh, so before we do that, and before I introduce my special guest today, I just want to remind you that if you are watching the show on YouTube, don't forget to click the link underneath after you've finished watching the show uh, so you can take my 30-second quiz so we can see what's blocking you from success. Uh, and of course, if you're watching this online, don't forget to leave your email so we can send you the Manifesting with a Master's video e-course. So please help me in welcoming Dr. Jane Gardner to the show today. How are you, Dr. Jane? Hi, Natalie. Nice to be here. It's a, a pleasure to have you here. Um, now, divine intelligence, I can't wait to get into this subject because it's something that uh, that I believe we all should be integrating into our lives. Uh, and I know that probably a lot of us are doing it unconsciously, but to be do it, doing it purposely can really make a massive change in the results and, and how we get to live. But before we get into that uh, subject, why don't you tell us a little bit about your story and how you got into doing this kind of work? Well, Natalie, when I was five years old was my beginnings. And as you probably know, when we're young, you know, our divine intelligence is so intact and so there. And so I just remember the first time I connected with it was I was walking down the steps of the church where I went with my mother and dad. And I looked up at my mom at the church service was over and I said, mom, but there's the father, the son and the Holy ghost, but where's the girl part? And so, you know, that's what it, it, I've been searching for this. And I just don't think I ever really bought the bill of goods that said all of this is true. And yet, after I grew up, I kind of did. You know, I went to sleep with the uh, whole thing of, you know, that religion gives you sometimes is that there's a man up in the sky that will take care of you or not. There's nothing you have to do. So let's let go of worrying about uh, trying to get into any kind of God consciousness because it's out there not in here right yeah so that's really interesting that we talk about so let's let's touch a little bit first on what what is divine intelligence because I, and and then we want to talk about the concept of is god out there or is god here you know because there seems to be a couple of different trains of thought on that yes mm. yes divine intelligence is your innate limited potential to create right you know i just think we're all god and, you know, I think um, two centuries ago, I probably would have been, uh, you know, burned at the stake for saying that. But today, <laughs> so many of us already acknowledge that God is within us and we've taken God out of the sky. And we know that God is a mindset. It is a consciousness that we can all have. We all do have. But like you said, if we could become more conscious of it and use it in a very powerful way, we could create whatever we wanted. Yeah. So, um, so, but what does that look like? Like how, are we talking about implementing a daily practice? Um, is it just the, the way that we, changing the way that we think? Like what, what does that look like? Well, you know, we all have wake up calls. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's taking a wake up call and making that decision to really look at yourself. And so I had that wake up call many years ago. And when I woke up, I thought, I have to have a process. And I was a psychologist in a mental health facility at the time doing an internship. None of my patients were getting better. They were getting more dependent on me, our medicine, our trips to see me. And so I just began to think we have to have something different or I can't stay in this profession. And 
as it happened, my life falling apart also, I kind of needed something to get it back together. So I worked with my patients and within myself to design a specific step-by-step -step process that we can go through to throw off the conditioning that I think we all have. Because that little girl in me, that little five-year-old girl, eventually got conditioned to believe that there was an entity out there to depend on and not to use my own innate ability to create. Right. So I think what you're, what I hear you saying is that um, if we're practicing divine intelligence, what we're doing is rather than blaming, you know, uh, God or people outside of us for, you know, the lot in life that we have, it sounds like we're taking more responsibility for what's happening in our lives. That's true. But what I found was just telling someone that, you know, didn't do it. They got it, but they couldn't implement it. So I, I wanted to give them a way to reprogram their head, basically, because the most limiting belief we all have is that God is separate from us and that we are, you know, um, empower, not power. We have no power ourselves. We're powerless to that God. So what I did is I developed a process where you could begin to unlimit your, your mind because our mind controls us with how we were wired as a child, our conditioning, and we all have that. So I wanted to find a way to unlayer that. And that's what I spent years just trying to work with patients one by one. This works, this doesn't. But I began to see the, a light appear in front of me that showed me this is how you do it. And it all has to do with emotion because you can sit and say, you know, I'm not unlimited. I am unlimited all day long. And it's still a problem because you haven't convinced your, your brain. And so I believe your brain is the, the entry to find God within yourself. And so we use emotions as part of what's going on in the brain. And in neuroscience, we know that emotions are more powerful than thoughts. So we see that emotions are the energy that it takes to connect with God. And emotions have different levels of power. So if we're feeling loving, we're in a God consciousness. And if we're feeling guilty or hurt or angry, we are still in our feelings, but we still need to raise our energy level to be able to really be that God consciousness that we know we can be. Right. So it sounds like rather than um, God being a thought process, it's more of an experience yes. that, we, that we feel within our bodies. So you sound, is like, it yeah. you sound like you've already experienced it. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, um, so what kind of steps to can if someone's watching the show, what kind of steps can they take to, to get themselves to that point? Yes, I think the first one is to just dare to think it. There's so much resistance around this concept. You know, I say I am God, and even if you believe it, you have this kind of rise in you of oh, that couldn't be true. So we need to open up at first to just thinking it might be possible. And then as we begin to expand our consciousness and just begin to see that there's so many other ways to think, as we open our mind, we can gain entrance into that God consciousness. So I have my uh, people begin to write every day and I help them determine the difference between their conditioning and their God consciousness. And so you can tell your conditioning because it's very limiting. It says you can only do it this way and you, you're not good enough, I think is the, 
the most uh, limiting belief that we all have is you can't do this because you're not good enough. And so when those thoughts come up, I help people just write into them. And as soon as you begin to acknowledge them and look at them, they begin to dissipate and you see this opening to be who you want to be, to, to be who you know you are in so many ways. Yeah, no, I agree. I think uh, the, the act of journaling or writing, um, you know, is a way for us to tap into that, well, the God part of us or the, the high consciousness or whatever that is. I mean, that's how Neil Donald Walsh wrote, you know, Conversations with God. Mm -hmm. um, and there are, uh, Mike Dooley has just released a book as well, which was the same thing, him journaling and what was, you know, coming through him. Mm -hmm. um, so, so what would be... What would be the advantage or what would be the purpose of, and how does it show up every day if we're living from this God consciousness in our mm -hmm. daily lives? Mm -hmm. Well, I'll give you an example. My granddaughter uh, was diagnosed about nine months ago with cancer and it was a stage four sarcoma. So it was very, uh, uh, you know, the, the medical profession said this. And so what I had to do, and, and this is what we all have to do, I think, in our world is we have to look at what is out there and it appears to be the real world but it's really not it's it's like if we could open the veil and see that everything is fine and really begin to see the world from that unlimited consciousness viewpoint then we can not only heal ourselves but heal others in this case i had to work really hard to see my granddaughter in perfect health because everybody was telling us some other thing but I saw her as perfect and in all kinds of health, and therefore she became that. And another example is when she went to Disneyland, you know, it's like when you walk into Disneyland as a child, you think that's the real world. Hmm. And when we walk in as adult, we think it's all just staged and fake. But it's really just the opposite. That is the real world. If we could just walk into a world that we knew was magic every day, we would know we're in the real world. So when we hit limits, we have to begin to lift that veil of constraints that it has over us. And when we, it really is about self-discovery, Natalie. It's about the only God you'll ever know is the God within you. And so it's discovering who you are and what you can do with your mind. Right. It kind of sounds like uh, we're, we're encouraging people to swallow the red pill <laughs> and to see life in, through a different lens um, and from, from, a, from a higher vibration, which is, you know, probably or a higher consciousness. Um, so let's just say that we know this to be true, then how do we, you know, we, we're still human beings and we're still here in this reality or in this world and we're confined by the rules of this reality. So how does that how does that reconcile? But how do you reconcile the two of those things together? How do you live in the quote real world while yeah. doing yeah. this? Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's the consciousness of knowing that there's a higher way. And what I teach is to how to shift. You catch yourself with this limiting belief that my granddaughter's going to die, and I just catch it, and I'm aware that it's there. And I have to shift into another state of mind. And it's a lot about practice and repetition. And the brain is very resilient. We know that. And we can reprogram it. But we have to do that very patiently. So a lot of times in the process that I give people, there's an exercise that teaches you how to practice shifting. And so, and the other thing, you know, Natalie, is we have to figure out what our 
uh, our real conditioning is. We have to look square in the face our shadow side. And we have to, you know, introduce ourselves to that side and say, okay, now I recognize when I'm in that. And I practice during the day when someone walks in my life that makes me angry, I have to accept responsibility that that anger is something about me that I created. So how do I get out of that relationship and, and mend it? I admit that there's something in me that, you know, initiated that anger in that person. And what's the anger in me? And so we have to go inside. It's hard work sometimes to always look within for the answers, but we are responsible for everything that shows up in our lives. So it's a matter of taking that responsibility and saying, hey, how did I create that? And then what can I do about it? Yeah. I think uh, what I hear you saying is that uh, when we, we come from this, you know, this, this divine intelligence um, that we that we're looking within when, when things are showing up in our life. So rather than just being at the whim of that, we can go, okay, well, you know, what is my contribution here? You know, how am I showing up in this moment for this situation to happen, which gives us um, choice about how we want to respond um, and it helps us to see it in another way. And by the sounds of things, by living from this perspective, what we're also doing is um, increasing our empathy uh, and increasing um, our non-judgmental, uh, you know, perception because we get to see things just they are what they are rather than being emotionally um, emotionally off kilter because of what's showing up. Would that be right? That's correct. And, you know, I, I think the most important thing is that there's a, a, some amount of work we need to do to be non-reactive. Yeah. You know, we have to really go back and look at the anger that was stored up over the years and and. I, in my process, I help you release that before you can get rid of those triggers in that reactive nature that we all have and simply respond because it's all well and good to say, well, I know they're angry at me because I'm angry. But in the moment, in the heat of the moment, you know, it's hard to not be reactive. So there's some work we need to do to disentangle ourselves from all of this happened to us that has built up this emotional uh, box we're sitting on that sometimes just controls us. Yeah. In, in psychology, we call it locus of control in the sense that you're grounded from your own knowledge of what's right and wrong and your own ability to be in control of that instead of reaction to the outside world. And that's where I was living. I think we've all lived at times before we wake up is that moment of, I have no control over my life and things are happening to me and it's so horrible that that wake up moment that wake up call we usually get it several times yeah. you know is our chance to say i think i want to look at life a little differently and i want to start thinking about what i'm thinking about and feeling about and get that changed yeah and so i think the difference maybe the uniqueness of the process i developed is it really helps you to get that out of your mind so that you can rewire because you can't, I always tell people, you can't put old, a new wallpaper over old wallpaper. You know, it doesn't stick. So there's some work that my process helps you do to release those old happenings so that you can begin to be free to be in the moment and to stay aware. Yeah. You know, it's like the, 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 it's about the quality of the questions that we ask ourselves. So rather than the question being, why are they pushing my buttons? The question is, why do I have a button? <laughs> you know, why why is it being able to be pushed? 
Um, yeah, and I know that uh, also, you know, with the work that you do, like I know that you work not just with people who are looking to, you know, incorporate this practice, but you also uh, certify people to teach this this kind of information. Um, and uh, and I think the other part of this too is that, uh, you know, if you are watching the show and you're someone who is at the point in your life where you're going, I, I don't even know who I am anymore. I feel like I'm numb or I don't feel like I'm connected to, like I don't know, you know, who who am I really? Um, then the work that you do really helps us to 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 go internally to figure out what that is. That's you know my last client that I saw a couple of days ago that she just finished the process said you know it's one thing to say a process is life changing. She said this process is life saving, yeah. and because we don't know who we were until we we really go through that process or some. Okay. And we it. really connect back with the essence of who we truly are. So absolutely yeah. beautiful. Well, um, Dr. Jane, where, where can we send people to, to reach out to you and, and, you know, find out more about you and connect with you? Where can we send them to do that? I'd love for you to come to my website at thedivineintelligenceinstitute.com and it's www.divineintelligenceinstitute.com and there's a free test you can take there on your spiritual IQ so you can kind of figure out what level you are as to, you know, how far you've gone into your finding of your divine intelligence and then go from there. We have some suggestions to send you places after that that you might try different things. So try the IQ test if you haven't tried that first. You can also buy my book and, and we, you know, we, we have different ways you can take the process. But a good way to start is simply to see where you are first. Yeah, perfect. And guys, if you're watching this online, just click the banner to the side. It'll take you straight through to Dr. Jane's website. If you're watching this on the app, click the banner underneath. Um, so guys, and I always encourage you to share this video. Please let's get the word out. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on the page. Uh, and uh, remember, if you're watching it on YouTube, click the link underneath so we can take the 30 second quiz so we can figure out what's holding you back and leave your email if you're watching this online. So thanks again, Dr. Jane, for joining me. It's such a pleasure having you here. Thank you, Natalie. It was fun to be here. Awesome. So guys, until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.